Please be advised, the following program contains some adult themes and content. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Hi, I'm Jeff Fennick and this is 365 Days of Sport. 365 Days of Sport. Yes, good evening and welcome to yet another edition of the greatest sports radio show on the planet. Yes, it's that time of the week again. Happy Tuesday! Time for the greatest sports radio show on the planet. Yes, the Jack Link's Beef and Ham Jerky 365 Days of Sport radio show. So we started, have we, at the start of the show? Apparently so. We're on air. We are it's working. on air. Last week, I've been doing the COVID tracing. Yep. We've gone. Apparently, New South Wales is under control now. Not, uh, not, not needed. The, the flatten the curve. So not only did not Gladys needed. pull the plug on her pull career, plug, she pulled the, pull the plug on your job, Roberto's Rob. Roberto's done. Uh, dropped like a sack of spuds from uh, New South Wales health. Redundant again, although oh. it was never. It was obviously only a temporary one in between. Anyway. But the good news was, the thing I was very happy about, we were informed early on the Thursday morning. I just said, oh, well, I know where I'm headed. Straight to the golf course, Beef. Yeah, it's and, open. And uh, smashed it. Uh, honestly, you know how um, obviously your body's broken and it's, you can't really do anything. And yep. you're, I'm getting a bit older too. But I came back after not hitting the ball for two months and was absolutely smashing it. Right. Like I was a young man. I had, I had 250 balls at the range and then I played 18 holes. Yeah. And I could have just kept playing forever and ever. Now, of course, now I'm all wound up. The thing, the thing that's weird, I was so loose. My first shot, 7-9. 160, 160 metres straight away. Which is, is about, and on, on the range, you'd normally hit everything 10 metres shorter because of the, but I just, obviously, was just monstering it. Be, right. Uh, I've, I've come back in fantastic form. Good. The only thing has been a bit rough is the old putting hasn't been very good because I haven't been able to practice yeah. putting much. Bit of rain on the greens. The greens are much quicker, but they're wet. Confusing. Slow, fast greens. Well, we've had a lot of rain the last five, six days. Oh, yeah. The, the 18 holes I played was in full rain the whole time. Oh, tremendous. It rained the whole time. Love that. Umbrella. Oh, I thought I got a hole in one. Oh, really? I was sure. I actually was celebrating because of the fourth hole. It was only a hundred meter hole, but I had a, just this beautiful shot, beautiful pitching wedge straight other than the right, kick right, then went down right to left, break downhill, and it kicked straight towards the flag, and then it disappeared. Whoa. And it was about just getting a bit dark at this point, so it's hard to see. Yep. I, I was like, yeah, like yelled. There's no one on the course anywhere. I yelled oh. real loud, and um, I was playing with my mate Josh Albury before, and I went to call him to tell him I got a hole in one. And I said, oh. Well, even before you got to and I thought, the I thought, I better just go and check this is actually in the <laughs> hole. I'll just hold fire and wind it up. And there's a little ridge in front of the bottom of the pen, and it was right. just about two feet away. Yeah, missed, oh, well. missed the putt. You missed the putt, yeah. yeah, yeah. Twice. <laughs> got a bogey. So that's been really the most exciting part of my life has returned. And now what I'm very worried about, you know, I had my announced my great plan of uh, health and everything right. last week. Yeah. Well, I've got work, working for Tess's brother in his booze shop. Booze shop. So I'm going to be what, surrounded test- like testing? by, well, customer service beef. Oh, customer. I'm, an, I'm required to give 
informed opinions on the product. Okay. Then. So uh, I can't go in there not knowing what I'm talking about. You're going to come out negative wages, aren't you? You're going to be paying them. Out, yeah, yeah. I'll just be like curled over the. Yeah, I've just done my sponsor service alcohol sort of quiz last night. I right. do online. I've just been doing that. So yeah, I'll be killed over the uh, counter. Probably with a, a sports bed open. We're looking at the horses on the screen, <laughs> mounted. So it? when does yeah, that try, start? Try this Shiraz. When does that start? I Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. So I have five days to muck about. Wow. That's easy, this work stuff. What you do is you don't do anything. Don't leave right. the house. And jobs just come and fall in your lap. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. I'm glad they're coming to you. Yeah. They're definitely not coming my way. Well, I reckon you're being fusspot. Probably. There's COVID testing work out there. You want to do that? Put the PPE gear and yeah. shove stuff up people's nose? I live that It pays like day. 50 bucks an hour. Does it? Yeah. I'd damage people, I think. Yeah. Go too far with the big cotton bud. I'd be a, a bit afraid. Of brain, of... Bit of brain coming out on the other end. Yeah. Well, we'll test that. Yeah, right. clum- you got clumsy fists. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I'd be scared. If, if I was going to get tested by someone and have something shut and I saw a big beefy coming with his yeah. giant beard. and They can't big still be recruiting for testers, barrel. surely. Yeah. The cases, I don't know if you noticed, they're going up at a rapid rate in Victoria. Yeah, they are, actually. 1,800 today That's or something. I'm surprised you're not doing customers service for the Victorian government. Well, this and, and apparently I've had good word that someone who I know who's currently been quarantined sat for two hours on the phone trying to get through to Victoria Health, couldn't get it through. Mm. He had a question about his quarantine. Right. Uh, I think Victoria broke the Australian record yesterday. What a record to break. What a record. The most positive cases for, a, per day. For it's a day, day in history, Beef. It was a day in history, yeah. yeah. I, I honestly, I just don't care. I haven't even, not even looking. I mean, I don't have to actually deal with it firsthand. That's yeah. part of the reason that right. um, my care levels are lower. But I, I, we're just on the way out, Beef. We're on the way to the next stage. Well, I think we Four are. Four weeks to go. That's the problem. We're <sighs> thinking. We're thinking we're on the way, on the roadmap. Yeah. I'm, I'm not doing anything different than before. Well, I'm still basically I, at home all the time. Yeah, the exactly. only place I go is the supermarket. I haven't left home. And the golf there's, course. There's no shops open. You're lucky the golf course is open, I guess. Oh, it's a game changer. Because the thing is, that's actually the only things I do. But if Work, we're up to 1,500 cases a day... Yep. And it's on an upward trajectory. Do you think we're going to get out of lockdown end of October? Well, that's what Sydney did. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, they weren't really under full lockdown, though. That's the thing. I'm hedging my bets, Rob. Well, Unfortunately. Nah, screw that, man. It's all about the, this vax rate thing, man. Yeah, well, that's that's the big thing is the, the getting the, the vax rate up. Look, on my own, all that matters really is how it affects me, not anyone else. We did. So, uh, so just, no, 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 you're not paying. Well, it's, it's only about me, Beefy. That's why right? I'm the show, trying to talk over The show's you. about me. This is all. I just still get the golf course because I've yeah. still got to get to the Australian Open. Remember? Yep. And I reckon it's all it's about back, you it's, it's in twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Good work. Or done. I, I go to the supermarket and I go to the golf course, and that's really enough. Right. And if I can get some wine, if I can do those well, you're, you're, three you're things, you're going to be in pole position to get <laughs> wine as of tomorrow. <laughs> if I can do those three things, I can carry on. You know, maybe the only thing I'm missing is going out for dinner. It's tough. Well, you can get takeaway. Yeah, but that's not out. Well, it is out. You go go and get it. No, it gets delivered, yeah. and that's oh, it gets delivered. Oh, somebody's earning. What do you mean you go? It's not going out. <laughs> it is for me. Driving to a restaurant and picks up in a plastic bag. How romantic, beef. Is that the best you offer you got for clear at, at the, the moment? moment yeah, yeah, of yeah. course it is. That is the best. <laughs> Look, darling, I made this. <laughs> well, she went out pic- picnicking on the weekend. Really? Did yeah. a bit of that? Oh, that's good. Hmm. You didn't join? No. Nah. 
I don't I'm, leave I'm the not house. a picnic. I don't either. leave the house, Rob. But picnic, you I'm know done. why? I'm done with it. You're done with leaving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with leaving but the house. There's, but the thing is, I'll say this: there's nothing worse than um, like going someone when go suggest going to the park for beers. Let's go for a beer in the park, man. And it's just like you end up and you see because I just hate sitting on the ground. Yeah, there's nothing worse. Take so a chair, if, if, well, take I do, I do. I so right. I'm not going unless I can take a chair. Yeah, and we have to take a chair in the Uber with us to go and get there because I'm also not going unless I can drink freely. Because <laughs> uh, it's just you look like those dirty, stinking hippies with their arms crossed. Like they're just probably passing a joint round and that, and they're just talking about yeah, the government's just not doing a good job, man. And they're just like talking like that, and it's like oh, it's just everyone's so racist. Really? Like, yeah, man. Yeah. And they just got and they got all these great things you just to live complain in the about. Wrong suburb. I'm telling you, I, that'd be an exact replica of most of the conversations <laughs> in those hippie circles with right. their cross legs on the grass. Don't sit on the grass. Get up, stand up, stand Fight up, up for your rights. <laughs> no, that's not where I was going. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh. so oh. that's what's happening in the world of sport beef. I hear Penrith Panthers won. You hear correctly. Yeah, I didn't see it. No, I didn't see a minute of it. 14-12, apparently. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you. It must have been a great game. I heard it was something special. Yeah. <laughs> Talking of COVID and social distancing. Oh, yeah. They reduced the capacity to 75%, right, well, for capacity, the grand final. Oh, right, yep. And then didn't use some of the seating base. So everyone, even though it was reduced capacity, they They're all still sat sitting in- together. Yeah. It's pretty smart, isn't it? That's Good what, old Queensland. What, what, what genius came up with that idea? Who knows? It's just unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> They may as well have just had it full. Exactly right. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Wow. Um, well, our news is we are officially the kiss of death for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so our our uh, football team, Siren Sester Town, the Centurions, the Sesters, they lost to Hungerford in the FA Cup third qualifying round. 3-2. Yeah. They were 2-0 down, got back to 2-all, and in the second minute of injury time, Hungerford scored to go through. Okay. So they did the draw last night. Hungerford home to Bromley in the fourth qualifying round. Okay, so, so now we're on Hungerford. We're on Hungerford one? Town. Okay. I think Hungerford are taking our kiss of death moniker a bit too far because at the minute they don't really want to talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be on to them over the next week or so okay. to make sure somebody from Hungerford comes on. Okay. Well, it's because this is this is this thing I'm working on, beefing you guys at this. If you hear this song, you know it won't be long till you get to the game is up and you're out of the cup. Beefy and Rob, the FA Cup chimers, chimers, chimers. Gee, that sounds good. You like that one? I guarantee you won't have that ready for <laughs> I, next week. Uh, I, was, I almost started it yesterday. <laughs> almost. almost. This I, close. How many times have I heard, oh, yeah, yeah, I almost did it when I've been at home for 18 do you know months. I, I've almost done it. Do you know I was almost a lawyer? Almost, yeah. yeah. With the history of lawyers in your family, I'm not surprised you were almost a lawyer. Going back to our previous team, That's Hamworthy. That's what Kramer says on Seinfeld in the first episode. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Hamworthy, who yeah. we were following. Yeah, yeah. How's this? They were 5-0 up at half time. Yeah. And it absolutely torrential rainstorm came through yeah. and they, they've abandoned the game after oh. being 5-0 up at half time. They probably would have won that game. Yep, they were probably going to win that one. But that was just have, a league game, was it? That's just a league game, yeah. They have to replay it, though, okay. in full. Even okay. though they're five nil up, right, which is a bit bit of a nightmare, That's a bit rough. Did, Miami, Hung- did Hungerford actually say we don't like the vibe around you too <laughs> on on your, your strike rate? Uh, so, they haven't said that, right? But the fact that they haven't got back to me, right, since the weekend, okay, they may be just trying to sort out one of their famous fans. Rob, okay, that, I'm sure they will is. come on board. Yeah. Who doesn't want a bit of publicity around the FA Cup? Sure. 
hunger food, apparently. Mm. Um, Miami Dolphins, they lost to Indianapolis Colts 27-17. They're rubbish. I don't know why we've jumped on board with them. And the fact is, that... You're they, noticing a trend here? Mm. The kiss of death. The fact that they keep losing is a problem for us because they were going to make players available, but because they've lost every game since we've jumped on board, that's not <laughs> happening. So please, Miami Dolphins, win a game. We want to get somebody on board. Okay. So uh, they're not too happy at the minute. Although, Newport County, we lost on Friday. Right. We didn't lose a game. Hmm. The manager quit. Oh. Walked out in the club. In a half? Yeah, we think so. Okay. Just walked away, but we won on Saturday, then 3-0. Okay. So that's a good thing. Now, uh, which is the vegan club again? Forest Green Rovers. Forest Green Rovers. They're top of the league. Oh, no. That's top not of good. league too, same as Newport. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But um, apparently, because of this massive fuel crisis in Britain, mm, mm. they've offered their team buses to other teams to use because cause they're a vegan club, it runs on cooking oil. Really? Yes. Well, look, how's that for a bit of comeuppance? Yep. That's a huge win for the vegans. The vegans are loving it. They got those, um, yeah, I've heard of those oil ones. What do they call it? The uh, What it runs on? Biodiesel. Biodiesel. Or biofuel, or... yeah. One of them. Gas, possibly. I don't know. But they've been offering their buses there. What's ethanol? Uh, it's a form of fuel. Yeah. That's what the drag racers use, ethanol, because it burns at quite a, a, a high temperature, so you get more impact, more octane. I'm sure it. there's another name for this uh, cooking oils thing you're talking about. It's called biofuel, isn't it? I don't know. But normally you know. (laughs) I like sports, Rob. I like sports. I did manage to watch some of the USA and Uruguay on the weekend. The rugby match. The rugby match. How'd that go? The US were 19-3 up for a long time, and Uruguay scored two late tries to get back to 19-16. Yeah. Now, that's only half time. Oh. The US have got to go to Uruguay now this weekend for the second leg. The second half well, it of was, the game. It's home and away, see? They play one leg in the US and then the second leg's in the in Uruguay. 40, 40 minutes No, in they each play country. a full game. They play two, okay. they play two games. Well, it's not goes, the second half. Well, you is, made it sound like it was the second half of the, the game. It's halfway through it's, the tie, Rob. No, you don't say if it's a two-test series, you don't say it's half time when the first game finishes. Well, you do. That's mental. You do. In the other game. No, you don't. You don't. Get you the, just said get it with right the program, there. Rob. Get with the program. They're misleading. You're misleading. The, the other game, Canada and Chile. Fake news, beefy. Fake news. Canada twenty-two, Chile twenty-one. Oh, tight. Oh, that's great stuff by the South American teams coming back. Well, I was thinking the same way. I'm thinking mm. either the U.S. and Canadian teams have gone backwards, or South American rugby is coming on. Well, we'll find out when they travel next down week. To, down next to, week. Yeah. So if Canada lose this, they're they're not even in the World Cup, and that'll be the first time. That Canada Forever. won't have qualified for the World Cup. Yeah, right. Wow. Although they get to go through the repertage tournament, so they they get to play wild card. Yeah, they'll get to play Hong Kong. Why don't you do some of your uh, Canadian stand-up material and send it through to them as some inspiration? Will you do will. that accent? You I will. Eh? Yeah. The other thing, the other news coming out of uh, the rugby world today, uh, Samoa. Now we're not sure whether it's Manu Samoa or not. They've just cancelled their European tour. Because of COVID-19 implications. Mm. They were going to play Georgia, Uruguay. Well, that's not in Europe, is it? Uruguay must be... Up there. Over there. Round about. Uh, Spain. What a match somewhere in Spain. Mm. And the British Barbarians. Um, the Barbarians was going to be at Twickenham, and they'd already sold more than 30,000 tickets. Although, ah. they may be able to get a some they cobble together a Samoan team from players that are playing in Europe. So what's it so they're just too worried about getting the uh, dirty covid. Well, I'm going to tell you now. 
Lacape Samoa was not able to guarantee the safety of any of the players and management whilst on on the European tour, and the current state of emergency measures by the government restricts the return of anyone within six months of contracting the virus. So if you're a Samoan and you go overseas and you get COVID, yep. you're not allowed back to Samoa for six months. Cheapest. That doesn't make any sense. Well, it probably does make sense to the Samoans. Six months. Yeah, they want it out of your system. They want you to be negative for six months. So they obviously have not had anything on Samoa at all, just being isolated. We need to check those stats, Rob. That's the problem with the hideaway strategy. Everyone's afraid he can't. With good fortune. Afraid he can't, Beefy. They're af- you're there's afraid been, he can't. There's millions of people dead, Rob. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. There are. yeah, it's got one percent chance of dying. Uh, Faleoma Viega, Faleoma Viega, Vincent Faliopilei mm. said in a statement, "This was a major obstacle to keep our borders safe. We do accept the implications and scale of consequences the pandemic can have to our small country with very limited resources. Health considerations had to come ahead of the rugby in these difficult times. Mm. Uh, Manu Samoa Sevens have also pulled out of the upcoming Rugby World Sevens." series leg in dubai mm. as well so they don't even want to go to uh the uae the uae yeah oh well i mean i look uh, i think they're just crippling their own country really in terms of their prowess of their rugby team because mm. they're struggling with some on rugby team but the moment aren't they struggling for sponsors and all that sort of stuff they are struggling for money that's um, right I, I understand safety first attitude but we're, we're on the next stage beef i hope so because um, they were ones that probably having trouble getting people to get vaccinated there because of uh, their heavily Christian country. Oh, okay. Yeah, same things with Fijians. That's why they had the whole kerfuffle with um, try, ha- having when a, the a slogan. Since Christians been anti-vaxxers, though? It's just to do with heavy, heavily religious people. Really? They say, oh, it's, this is not God's will and all this sort of stuff, right. you know. Bloody God. Well, he's, he's, he's made a few errors. <laughs> Along the way? Yeah. Bloody castigating the, uh, I think, the I think medical it's a, provision. It's a pretty blatant, firm evidence as to why he doesn't exist. Firm. Yeah. Uh, it's AFL. It's that Wuhan lab, you know? Wuhan. Yeah. Wuhan clan. The coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Right, okay. Have you ever heard about the lab? When they had the SARS thing, they developed the lab oh, right, to, yeah. to study the SARS, yeah. which became the coronavirus, and that's where the virus come from. What, not from eating pangolins? Not from, nah. It's come out of this lab. Okay, good. Uh, it's AFL trade period, Rob. You've been keeping up to tabs of the AFL trade period? No. I bet Bob has. No, I've been playing golf, watching TV. Apparently, since the trade period opened, they've had one player transfer. Okay. One. Mm-hmm. What a stupid sport. What? Oh, God. He's, why, why is that so blaming? It's not to do the sport. It's just it trading. Is, it's everything to do with the sport. Why do you hate it so much? It's just a horrendous sport. Yeah, you've just, but you didn't used to think that. Well, no, you've got you're bitter. You've got some. Over, you've got this anger, anger in you. There's something that's it's just scarred. the media, the media no, in Victoria. What, what? But that's not to do with the game. That's it's to do with everything you. Everything to do with the game. This is Rob. still just you're still bitter about SEN. Let's be honest. But you're still bitter about the SEN thing. Like, come on, beef, <laughs> out with it. I'm not bitter about SEN, and yeah. the fact they won't give me a job. Yeah, got no issues with them. Um, sumo Grand Champion Hakuo Hakuo Will. He's called. He's retired at 36. Says he's too old, Rob. Too uh, old and injury who's prone. Hakuo Will? What, who's Hakuo he? Will. What does he do? Sumo wrestler. Ah, oh, I was still thinking about back in the days with the wolf and uh, the Sully the Dump Truck. Yeah, that's from back in the Gillette World Sports Special days. Oh, that's right. when sumo is at its peak, really. Kobayashi. Yep. Um, so he's, he's too old and too injury prone, like me. 
Uh, after a record-breaking two-decade career in the ring, Hakuo, Sumo's greatest champion, says he's going to retire, sign injuries and in his advancing age. Mongolian-born wrestler, whose birth name is Monkhabatin Davaag Jagal, mm. announced his decision to retire. He is six foot three. Mm-hmm. Weighs just over 340 pounds, which is 155 kilos, which mm. is about my size at the minute. He claimed virtually every record of note and set marks in Japan's national sport that will likely remain untouched for decades. A career that saw a record 45 Grand Sumo Tournament titles. He won the Nagoya Grand Sumo Tournament in July, going 15-0, and 0, so he didn't lose the whole two weeks. His father won silver in freestyle wrestling at the 1968 Mexico City Olympics. He started sumo wrestling at 15, and he quickly rose through the ranks, winning a second-tier title within three years and reaching the top division in sumo only a few months later. Following his promotion to Yokozuna, the highest rank in sumo, Hakuyo began a nine-year winning streak in which he won or finished second in 49 out of 52 tournaments. What a champ. We actually spoke about him before, didn't we, that bloke? Possibly. Yeah. They got tricky names, those Mongolians. Yeah. Um, I had I called up a couple of them when I was doing my COVID tracing. Oh, the Mongolians? Yeah, that was a long call. I you would you. have struggled to get through got, that without I got, laughing. I, got, I know you. I got, no, they were fine. They were great. That was a great bloke. Was he? Um, was he called? He uh, liked. He asked. I asked. I said to him because I, I I saw his name. I was like, "Where the hell is that name from?" And I, and I is that uh, what you said? But not to Sheesh. him. I looked up beforehand and right. figured out. Oh, it's Mongolia. Was he and from Ulan I, I, I said to him, "Are you from Mongolia?" And he was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I've never ever seen a name like this before in my entire life." And and he he just he thought that was great. He had a great laugh. Very much enjoyed that. <laughs> Right. <laughs> nice bloke he was, and doing a very good job, too, of his isolation. Very good um, work. conscientious. I bet yeah. he's a massive fan of uh, horseback wrestling. Yeah, and uh, Mongolian wrestling. And the third one is in Mongolia, the national sport. Um, bull riding. Close. Archery. Yeah, I thought it was close. Yeah. Very close <laughs> indeed. Hey, bro, if we were on a desert island and there wasn't any grass... No grass? Would you eat me to survive? Oh, bro, who'd eat a cow? Premium New Zealand beef. Jack Leagues, beef up your snack life. Hi, I'm Mark Williams, and this is 365 Days of Sport. Sport, Rob. We're back. Yeah. It's a sports show, V. It is a sports show. It's one yeah. of the best on the planet, apparently. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty good the last couple of weeks. What is? This show. Oh, good. It's a yep. bit rubbish tonight. Oh. <laughs> What else is going on in the world of sports? Since considering we're chatting around, we haven't got a guest. Well, we've got cricket. Have we got cricket? Well, not actual cricket, but, but well, it's been about a month now since New Zealand cancelled the Pakistan tour. Yeah. And the, the Pakistanis are not happy about that at all. In fact, they've pretty much taken uh, collectively to trolling uh, the Black Caps Facebook page. Right. Every single post that they're putting about anything to do with New Zealand cricket, there's like thousands of comments by Pakistanis with all this. <laughs> Pretty thoughtless abuse. Really? And, and starting new hashtags. And the same person will write the hashtag 18 times, and yeah. then someone else will see it, and they'll jump on, and they'll pay, And it's just like, they're going mental. Right. Is it saying that we've broken the hearts of the nation, of 22 million hearts, Pakistani hearts? 22 Here's million hearts. Here's sort of some of the hashtags they're writing, and it just says, hashtag coward nation. Hashtag shame, shame New Zealand. Hashtag black snakes New Zealand. Black snakes? <laughs> wow. Hashtag shame black dogs. 
Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag hate you black caps. Hashtag black. What the hell does that say? Black caps, black heart. Oh. oh and this. Hell, this that's one final one. Hashtag black dicks for black caps. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. And then there's comments like uh, New Zealand are black dogs. Uh, see you on 26. Be ready, black shit. Oh. <laughs> And then someone throws in this one, you are unbelievers. You are afraid of death. Aren't we all? <laughs> Aren't we so all? So obviously because they left the tour afraid of... They uh, did. For the and fear, fear of their own life. Nothing to do with COVID. Just uh, yeah. fear of getting shot by terrorists. Yeah, and say so you are unbelievers. So they should just go running down the field yelling, Allah yeah. Akbar. What was Imran doing? Imran Khan, what was he doing? Well, he spends most of his time being worried about being shot too on a daily basis. Yeah. So. Well, off the back of New Zealand walking out of Pakistan, mm. England then cancelled yeah. their tour. Well, and then, yesterday, mm. the English Cricket Board are now... Uh, announced they're going to have a meeting this week mm. to see whether they can get a team together for the Ashes. Right. So that's going to be a bit of a disaster. God damn it. Um, well, anyway, yeah. Well, well, they also were getting a lot of abuse, oh, the English team. Yeah, th- those are the more mild right. um, hashtags. There's lots of ones containing the F word. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like the Pakistanis to go off on a uh, raging... I, I will say tirade the, like the, that? the first time there's like 60,000 comments and then it just slowly about two weeks later, it's down to about 16,000 comments. Now there's about 1,500 comments. So they're running out of steam. Right. Eventually they get sick and tired of it. And um, eventually life goes on. The decision's <laughs> been made. Yeah. They're not coming back now. Yeah. They're not oh, holding that's on. a shame. Yeah. And then um, Captain, Australian captain Tim Payne, who hasn't left Australia. For quite a long time. Right. And yet he's having a go at the English. For not coming over. For not coming over, even though Australia pulled out of their tour of uh, South, South Africa. Africa. Yeah. And that sort of was the last thing that could have got them into the final as well. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, if, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Tim says, the Ashes are going ahead whether Joe Root's here or not. So Tim could be out there bowling to a set of stumps yep. by himself at the yep. Gabba yep. on December the 8th. Um, why is England potentially not wanting to go? COVID. And no, well, yeah, but- it's not just that. It's the quarantine issues mm. of coming to Australia. They, they've been told they can't bring their families like they normally do. And the thing is, as well, they're going to try and squeeze five tests into seven weeks um, to try and avoid quarantine. But they can't get into Western Australia. If they go from Brisbane to Perth, mm. there's quarantine issues back oh. and forth. So it's a bit of a mess. And as we talked about already, the fact that Melbourne's had 1,500 new cases today... I but that's, they have that many. Oh, they do thousands They've more. They've got that many people it? dying a day yeah. of that. But in terms of where they're at, it's a, it's an issue for logistics, basically. Okay. So and it's because of this. It's really because of the state the state division. Yeah, that's it? right. If we did anything universally, we'd probably be able to figure something out. I did make a joke about uh, Australia going to play five tests at the Gabba, so they win five nil. That yeah, may well that happen. May well happen. So, Gosh. I don't know what's going to happen, but Tim Payne then fell out with Kevin Peterson. Well, but that's he- not hard. I mean, you've got to say Kevin Peterson. I mean, he seems to fall out with a lot of people. Mm. He's sort of one of these guys that when I see him speak on TV, he's just sort of charming and funny enough to be at a certain level so that he can have a little bit of banter. But he never actually says anything that's actually really funny. He's just sort of just on that border of knows how to do token banter. Well, yes, he's South African. That, that goes a long way. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Well, I just think it's a, it's just him. Okay, there, there has to be something in there as to why he's 
I don't know. How does he get on with like Freddie Flintoff? Probably fine. They're best mates. Yeah. Well, that's that's because of Freddie because he's the man. He is. Definitely he he, is. Get, he would get on with pretty much anyone. I think so. Yeah. If you buy him a pint, although I believe he's not drinking anymore. Yeah. Well, he's kept up a pretty slim physique since that boxing. He's yeah. just maintained it. He did his fish and chip shop, whatever. Nothing wrong with fish and chips. Not drinking any more at all. No, he's probably just not down the pub five nights a week like the old days. He's probably just. I'm pretty sure he'd give it up. Yeah? Yeah, I think he was in my boat. Not that he had gout, he just walked away from it. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Um, Peterson basically said the players, the English players, were done with bubbles because don't forget all last year, like when they played mm. at home, they had to travel together. They yeah. were in this bubble. And this year they've been the same. They're playing mm. at grounds with hotels and things mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. So then Tim Payne came out and said. If you want to know anything on any topic in the world, just ask Kevin Peterson. He is an expert on everything. Mm-hmm. And then they had a bit of a loving, yeah, well, uh, was that because reply. they started having a bit of conversation mm-hmm. about what was really going on. Mm-hmm. So, but Tim Payne, like I said, he hasn't left Australia for two years, and he's having a go but, at people not but, wanting to come here. But well, no one's really left Australia for two years. It's been <laughs> I have. Well done, Rob. Yeah, good job. Good old Roberto. Good job. Thanks. So I'm going to Brisbane on the December the eighth for the test. Are you booked? Yeah. You're driving? No, I'm not going to drive. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? Will they? Have you actually booked a flight? Yeah. Oh, I that's good. I booked flights ages ago. Um, and that was the Ashes? That was the Ashes. That's right, Rob. That was the Ashes. Well, uh, I, I can't see them getting a team down. To be honest, if they, in my opinion, I believe Stokes has basically told me he ain't coming. Yeah. If Joe Root says, look, I've got a young family, yeah. I'm not going to come. There's, they won't go. They won't go. No. Nah. Because one, they'll probably get humiliated because their batting isn't strong enough to play out here. No. And even though, you know, Anderson and uh, this new lad Robinson, Stuart Broad is getting injured most of the time now. So, Mm. and Moen Ali retired. He didn't want to travel. He didn't want to travel with the team anymore. There's not a lot of depth, really. There's a lot of players around the same talent level, but they're not good enough. Mm. So, if if Joe Root says he ain't coming, I I just can't see him Mm. saying, look, we're not going to do it. Ah, oh, what a disappointment! I, I, of all the things to get cancelled, the, f- the fact that they're having a meeting about it this week, I I just get the feeling, yeah, it's not going to happen. Why, See, and why? the thing is, we're going up there again, to play some more tests against England, but that's not till June. Oh, next year, next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was going to be sooner. I believe. Are you playing? You're playing a test match against Ireland at home next year. I think early really? next year. Yeah, oh, I was unaware of that. And Holland. I think Holland are going to come over and knock okay. it over. Oh, yeah. Knock over the world champs. I don't champs. think they're playing test cricket. The world champs on their home turf. Good luck. We'll uh, waste anyone. <laughs> Did you see, We you, just need to beat Australia. That's the only thing we've got to do. Have you been watching any of, the, any of this European cricket championship that's on Fox at the minute? Oh, I've seen snippets popping up. Uh, Finland were playing England. England have picked a team from the minor counties. Yeah. Of, uh, you know, a few seasoned players and players that aren't quite good enough for the county championship. Mm. Finland opened the bowling yeah. with nine slips. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that picture. And a gull- yeah, yeah. and a leg slip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, did, did I, I also clipped, uh, tagged you in that clip of the guy who, he appealed for LBW, the umpire didn't move. He yeah. basically walked past the umpire and was about to bowl his next ball and he gave him out. Like, <laughs> I think he gave him out caught behind. I, I don't know. It was the it was the worst decision I've ever seen. Kidding I out. still think my wide that went off the pad and back toward the bowler down the pitch and it got caught wide. Mm. That's one of the worst decisions in the cricket history. Yep. Um, sports memorabilia website has announced a pair of Michael Jordan's underwear bearing signs of definite use. Oh, that's rank. 
is being auctioned off. Starting bid five hundred dollars, Rob. If you want a pair of Michael no, Jordans, well, no. I mean that's that's not good for humanity. Like, I mean, as in terms of some sort of narrative on the importance of what? Why do you need someone smelly, disgusting? I don't care if <laughs> well, it's Michael, Michael Jordans, Jordans, Rob. It doesn't matter. People want unique items of memorabilia, yeah, Rob. But you don't want some sweaty with skid marks on it. Like, who wants that beef? Well, if, if they're Michael Jordan, are you going to frame marks? it and put it on the? I think you would have to. I don't think you're going to wear them. But that, but that would be if I walked to someone's house. And, and they had a pair of framed, pair of framed rank skiddy undies. Yeah. And they said, look at these. These are Michael Jordans. I'd think, what did you pay for that? Oh, 70 grand? <laughs> oh, that was a really good purchase. I don't, Imagine- think, I don't think the price was is 70 grand. I haven't checked to see how much they went for in the end, but um, what would you pay for Michael Jordan's undies? Nothing. 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 I don't want someone's smelly, soiled undies. They might be behind glass, Rob. It's a talking point, though. If you have a party at your house and there's a pair of underwear on the wall, but then as soon as you dispose exactly how expose how much you've paid for it, <laughs> everyone thinks you're mental. You'll lose friends because you're so stupid. The strange thing is, these were gifted, gifted Rob to one of his former security guards. What? Imagine you're a security guard. Michael John says, "Hey, man, that I, that's I've got I've, that, got, I've got a gift for you." That's the most it's insulting my- <laughs> thing. It's my used pants. And they're still only going for 500 right now, is that they're, right? That's, that was the starting bid. I, know, I will check to see how much they went for. Oh. So John Wozniak, Jordan's former security guard, basically says uh, it has, uh, they were gifted to him along with some of his suits, ties, belts, and jackets. So he didn't just get the kegs. You said the bags. Now listen. I don't oh, understand. Stop. We're talking Jordan now. I know. Apparently, they were dry cleaned before he gave them to him because it's even got the dry cleaning tag, which is pinned to the pants that says Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. So they're clean, Rob. Right. Apparently, they were worn during the last dance as well. So they're even more special. Well, he's wearing them while he's doing the interviews. I don't know. But he's, apparently, they were worn during the last dance, whether he was worn them when he was playing, whilst on the TV, or when he was doing the interviews. I don't know. This is mental. Like this is at, just ridiculous. Mm. Any pieces of clothing, any of that memorabilia stuff you're paying, it's not really worth that much. It's only in your mind. It doesn't. It's not going to. Do you change collect anything, anything Rob? Are you, are you a collector of anything? No, nah, I've got about ten comic books from when I was a kid. Comic books, but they they weren't um, Batman special. or X Men. X Men. Yeah. They might be worse. Are they mint conditionally and sleeves? They're in decent condition, but mm. they're not. They're of the TV, the cartoon series. It's not like they're not classical or whatever. Right. Okay. No, I don't collect stuff. I got a really good guitar. Well, it's not a collection. Though. You don't no. go out buying guitars when you can. Uh, nah, but if I if I had more money, I would have more. Oh, guitars. okay. But they're all useful. You, they all well, sound different, Jordan's and you can make. Aren't. Well, you could just make a trip to Kmart and and get some pants. Or like you, Rob. Get yeah, them delivered get them to delivered. you at home. Well, click and collect. Click and collect from exactly. um, Warnable or something they came from. Hey, you know what I need at the moment? No. Have you got have you gotten any thoughts on uh, uh, like a rat trap? We've got this rat yeah. in our courtyard, yeah. and he's wreaking havoc. Is he? He's eating the lime plant. He's eating the lemon plant. He's taking dumps in our barbecue. It's, in uh, the barbecue? Yeah, all over it. I, and I cannot get this. I, I went out. We thought I had I went out with the... With a chopping knife, uh, I was going to chop him. <laughs> I was going to take him down. Right. On a, Are you sure it's a rat? It's not a possum. I've seen it. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yesterday, at, at about, and still in the daylight, about seven o'clock, 
Yeah. I, was, I was on the phone. I saw him underneath the outside couch just going, there he, there he is. I'm going to get him. But I was on the phone. Mm. Opened the door and he ran off. He, you need to buy those blocks, those uh, rat sack blocks. Yeah, no, no. I tried. He tried that. He's immune. He's. I don't know. He's, he's some kind of... Um, he's probably defeated COVID or something. <laughs> and so now he's this super extremely high um, immune system rat, like Wolverine, the right. X-Men. Okay. And uh, he has healing powers. And so yeah. he needs to be chopped in half. Have you tried and the... Uh, we thought it was a possum. He was that big. Okay. Yeah. But uh, it's not... You can eat not after well, eating the rat sack. I, 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 I don't think we're quite at that stage yet, beef, to be eating rats. Um, the supermarket's <laughs> still open. Um, in fact, we bought two lots of mint. Uh, to, to, to No, no, no. Pork and beef uh, to make a, a combo deal for our bolognese this nice. evening. So we didn't resort to a rat for eating beef. I appreciate the forward thinking. It's not yeah. quite a um, demolition man where they have rat burgers. It's always oh, just okay. alone. No. Because no, they don't eat meat anymore. Oh, really? And so the poor people who live in the sewer, they're the only ones that are eating meat. And, and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, 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 not Ninja Turtles. No, he's down there with Sandra Bullock and Sylvester Stallone. Oh, okay. Because he's been frozen in carbonite. Right. And he gets thawed out again because he has to catch the bad guy. Because no one in the future, they're all weak. They can't catch proper bad guys. So they have to thaw out the old school cop. Right, dem- And okay. that's Demolition Man, Sylvester Stallone. Oh. And, the, and the bloody, he goes down and everyone eats a Taco Bell. That's all they got left. Of course they do. Yeah, that's all they got left is Taco Bell. But. But it's rubbish. It's food. probably it's, it's probably rats right. in it's the Taco food. Bell. No, the only burgers they make is made of rats. Oh, and it's the people I in the sewer cook them. And you said no, no, but they're not above ground. They're not for sale wow. at Taco Bell. Oh. They're they're down in the with the sewer people. So <laughs> they're they're like it's an underground Sounds market. Like a great, film it's a black market. The rat for burgers. Rat. Okay, and uh, apparently it's pretty good. Okay, mm. what rat? The rat burger, yeah, apparently. Oh. I mean, they can't be that fleshy, can they? If they're scavengers, they're always um, they're always a bit ratty. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, it is quite good rat. Mm-hmm. I won't try that old pigeon out. They're oh, they're pigeon. Yeah, all right. It's not bad. Rabbit, rabbit must taste similar to rat, surely. Uh, I've I've not had it. Okay, I've had rabbit. I've I actually rat. haven't had a lot of these exotic meats. Ostrich, that was a great one. That's the best one going. Is it? Yeah, it's okay. more like like super tender beef. Oh, and that's absolutely. I had it with tender. a blue cheese sauce. Had that, had spoiling that. it. I had that in uh, blue cheese sauce. Oh, it was a ripper beef. Okay, I had that in New Zealand actually. Right. Yeah. Ostrich farm. Well, I've got to something be useful to for about. something after all the people invested in ostriches all that time. What was that emu? Remember they all got into ostrich and emu farming? Yeah. They thought it was going to be the next big thing. Next big thing. And everyone lost millions. Yeah, it's a bit like our family's kiwi fruit orchard in the mid-80s. Oh, that didn't no. work out too well either. Never mind. Although the land got sold in the end. Oh, good. Hey, did you hear about Kevin? No. He's in Australia too. Spreading himself a bit thin. Yeah, everyone wants a slice of Kevin. Premium New Zealand beef. Jack Leagues, beef up your snack life. Hi, this is Jeff Parlin, and this is 365 Days of Sport. It's time for Rob's Film Review! Well, I'm, I'm breaking the rules here, Beef, on this one. Just uh, quickly, oh, three thousand three hundred and fourteen oh, yeah, US dollars. Yep. Michael Jordan's pants went for. 
I will concede that it is some kind of talking point for it is a talking uh, point. Uh, if you're getting drunk or something. Come on, have a look at Jordan's pants, people. Um, Check out the skids on that. But it's also something which I don't think you'll find that in a house in like Northcote. the Bronx or something. Northcote. <laughs> Why did you go to Northcote? I've I was, got better uses for three thousand. I was going to say Compton, actually. Compton, okay. Yeah. I've got better uses for $3,314, Rob. Put it yeah. that way. Anyway, uh, why are you breaking the rules? Because this one that I'm reviewing is not actually a um, film. Okay. It's a TV series. Right. And it's quite funny. So I just had a recommendation from my mate, uh, Danny. He just says, oh, I watched this thing called Squid Games. It's, it's awesome. Amazing. I said, okay. So I said, it's Korean. And I went on and watched it, and it, it's turned out to be completely mental, but I got through a pretty quick time. It's it's a bit gratuitous. You can't sort of look away, but you keep watching kind of thing. All right, yeah, yeah. But um, lo and behold, not long after I finished watching this thing, it's social media. It's popping up all the time. I, Every, I, everyone's been watching this thing, the Squid Games. So. Now I should do a spoiler alerts here. I'm just, I'm going to say just the headline in this one article. I'm saying it is going to become Netflix's most watched series. Yeah. Ever. So if you're intending to watch it, just massive spoiler alert. I would never normally do that, but this is very modern, or, or recent rather. I don't think so it's yeah. not I like, don't think uh, it's a problem, Rob. You don't think it's a problem? Nah. But, well, it's not a problem if I'm reviewing Field of Dreams from 1989. If you haven't seen that, it's your own problem. Or not to mention um, Way of the Dragon. What else has been in there? I did, I think, on Thursday or Friday night. Um, Gus. I was, I was flicking through the channels and Drunken Master was, was on. Oh, yeah. I didn't watch any of it, by the way, but it was on. <laughs> Drunken Master. Also, a classic old film, not to mention Gus. Anyway, Gus Squid Boy. Game, Rob. Tell us about so it. So basically, what happens is there's the problem is I can't remember anyone's names because they're all Korean. It's like Gwonji or something like that. No, so it's called, let's call him John. So he John Kim, Kim John John. No, not Kim John. And it's, it's in South Korea. It's not North Korea. In fact, they sort of poke fun at North Korea. Oh, a little do bit. they? There's one person that sort of is a, a bit of a pauper, and they say, "So she, oh, you're a North Korean de, de facto or de, de facto?" Oh, de facto. De facto, not right. de facto. No. Not, not a former partner of Kim Jong-un, no. And anyway, so what happens is it follows this guy and he's living a fairly irresponsible life beef. He's right. uh, he's going to the races. He's oh. punting flat out In on the horses. Korea. Yeah, and he wins, finally wins, but he's got all these bookies on his onto him who are like going US money and they like want to punch him in the face and then he finally has a big win but he's trying to pretend he doesn't have all this money because he's got other debts as well all around the place he's one he's just irresponsible right and lo and behold he's at the train station this bloke comes up and challenges him to a game where he holds out a red card and puts it on the ground and he's got a throw another block at this card and make it flip over just once. And if he does that, then he wins the money. And he doesn't do it. He loses and he fails. He said, oh, you've lost now. Here's my card. You need to come to this place at this time. It's oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. He gets picked up and jumps in this van. He goes, what's going on? There's a couple other people in there and they're asleep. And he says, oh, don't worry, just come with me. He drives off and they gas him and he passes out sleep. And then when he wakes up, he's in this giant compound and he's in his uniform and all this stuff and, and uh, he's got a number on his chest and they wander around and say, everyone get in line. John's got number 456, which is the highest number of all. Oh, he's, he's the last one. He's the last one. And it goes for, everyone's got a number from 0001 all the way through to 456. And they get lined up in that and they get told they have to compete in these games. And if you win the games, then you'll win 33 billion won, which is about $50 million. Whoa. And of course, as it turns out, all these people are highly irresponsible types right. who are all broken, broke. Got moral values. Got, got no money, series. nothing. 
have taken the often the easy way out or the irresponsible way out or sometimes the dishonest way out. And the intelligence behind this operation have found these people and lured them into this compound to compete in these games. They have to be, compete in six games, and if they get to the end of the six games, they'll win the money. That's it, and that's all the instructions right. they're given. They all go to sleep in this, or meeting. There's different characters bouncing around. Okay. One of them is John's mate. He happens to be in there as well, and he's surprised to see him because, as far as he knew, he had his things together. But he was a dodgy accountant behind the scenes. Right. And, yeah. and then there's like the North Korean chick that tried to steal his money from the racetrack. Did okay. I mention that? No. Okay. Well, but she did. You just have. Yeah. So she's in there, and then there's like there's this old boy. Old boy. Right. He's number one. Ooh. And he's like he's got to be in, in pushing ninety. Okay. He's not ad- agile, and uh, he's, he's by far the oldest. So you sort of wonder, oh, he's number one. Has he been there for ages or something? Yeah. Or what's going on? He's got guile, Rob. He's got guile. I don't know. He just sort of seems quite happy to be there. He's sort of just sort of a lot, like there to mingle almost. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But he's also a bit out of it, and he goes uh, one walkabout sometimes. His brain goes walkabout oh. too. And then there's this thug, and he's a mean, nasty bloke, and this loud slapper chick latches onto him pretty quick because she can tell that he's going to be the one who's the strongest, and maybe she sides with him, she'll be all right. Right. Anyway, they sleep, and then they get up, and it's the first game. Game, and they go out into the march out into the courtyard and open arena and there's this big giant doll at the end of about a oh, 100 meter long by 80 meter arena not an arena there's no crowd it's just walls they get told we're going to play red light green light I can figure out the red light, green light. It's basically like, do you ever play Roman statues? Yeah. So Roman statues is a game where if you're in the backyard, someone is in charge and they got to say, uh, they, they turn around and you say go and then you go. But if they, then they, then they turn around at any time. If they catch you moving, then you lose. Yeah. So you got to try to predict when they're going to turn around. This is the same thing. It says green light. That's when you go. And then she says, say red light at any point and that should turn around. If you're moving, you're out. The difference is what they don't know mm. in this version. If you're still moving and you turn around, you get shot in the head. Okay. So it's pretty high stakes, but they don't realise this. So yeah. so someone goes, oh, really like, awesome. And he goes running off charging and sort of, ha he's laughing and sort of stumps and, stumbles and trips. It says red light. She's turned around and she sees him and he's sort of still swaying a bit. Boom, his head's blown off. Right. And, and it, people aren't quite sure what's happening. They're not sure if it's real. And the guy next to him is sort of a bit shocked because he's got blood on him and, and he sort of can't work what's going on. And because he's moving, boom, he gets his head blown off. Oh. Yeah, and then it's sort of at that point, someone else is sprayed with all his blood, and people realize what's happening, and everyone panics and freaks and starts running to get out of the arena. <laughs> There's <laughs> this machine gun mowing them all down. Some people realise what's going on and have the cunning to keep still, including, surprise, surprise, all the characters we've already been introduced okay, to, right, yeah. including old boy. And our mate John is sort of in a bit of a precarious situation because someone's actually bowled him over and he's stuck underneath another body. You still want to get to the other end by the time. Wow. So then they, they start to realise what's happening. This is actually real. If you do the game properly, you'll survive. If you get it wrong, you get shot. And that's essentially what all these games are about beef there's not actually that much to explain apart from the whole time you're trying to work out how has it come into existence this place yeah and who's behind it and what is the purpose aside from all this money and there's 456 people at the start after the first game is down to about 200 people get killed and so this is cutting down quite a bit rapidly then after this 
someone gets in a fight. Oh, no, 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 that's not what happened, actually. That's later on. <laughs> right, okay. That's later on. There's a fight coming, people. And it's all it's all in Korean, of course, the whole time, so yeah. subtitles in Korea. So then what happens, Beef? Uh, you look like you've fallen asleep there. You all right? I'm processing, Rob. I'm processing. There's a lot to take in, I know. It it's, is, yeah. It's yeah. got a bit of Aldous Huxley sort of Brave New World vibe okay, about it. Right, it's all yeah. quite very sterile environment, flat colours, but strong colours. Oh, yeah. Lots of pinks and teals and things like that. I don't know if these are traditional in sort of... Um, Who knows? In... Uh, design interiors for uh, Korean ways of being. Uh, I, I know, my, my brother, of course, is married a Korean and, and they have quite extravagant costumes. Oh, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. And a, a very grand ceremony. A tea ceremony they do, in fact, there. Okay. Beef. Tea, but then at some point they actually replace the tea with like a sake. And oh. my dad uh, the, was handed the thing and, and mum as well because they have to bow down to the parents and that. And they chopped this sake drink and mum was a bit shocked. Yeah, because they were expecting tea. Oh. But that's not part of the story. Beef. No, that's it's a, a different that, story that's, totally. That's the whole other thing now obviously they're a bit traumatized after 200 people are being shot dead in front of them they, and they go be. okay i'm not sure if this is really worth the 50 million dollars if you could die and so they're told in the rules if the majority vote they don't want to continue then you can all go home and go back to your lives and it gets down to the last vote and he and it's dead even because some people decide they want to stay they don't care they reckon they can win these games mm-hmm. and the others are going oh, i'm not risking nothing for this this is mental getting shot in the head comes down to one vote and they leave and they leave so they don't they're not going to do the other five games but they go back to their old lives he's getting beaten up by this guy this one's got no money he owes this person money and she owes that person money their lives are terrible they're rubbish they're not going to get anywhere anyway they don't really actually have any choice but yeah. uh, this is the best way out for them because they're probably going to die either way okay so they all slowly one by one they give the guy a call back so we're back in <laughs> And they get picked up in the truck again. But this time, one of the blokes, some policeman follows them in. Right. Oh, this is so long, Beef. I don't think I can handle getting through this whole thing. Nine don't have episodes. To. So oh, anyway, I'll, I'll tell you all nine the nine, nine hours this thing goes for. Nine hours? Yeah. yeah. Well, the, uh, the craziest part that happens is when they do the second game, right? And the second game is this little biscuit. And you've got to cut out the shape that's in the biscuit. Right. You can be the triangle, the circle, the umbrella, or the square, I think, or something like okay. that. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, they all just make it again, but lots of people get shot in the head because if you if you don't have a clean break of this shape inside the biscuit, you get shot. Pretty harsh. Everyone gets shot. And the mental thing is, after that, they get fed their dinner for a, a water and a and a nice um uh some kind of a sushi roll or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, someone doesn't get theirs, and they're all angry. Oh. And a fight breaks out, and the thug guy's involved, and he ends up beating the other guy to death oh. right in the middle of the arena. As it turns out, they just say this play is now eliminated and they just grab him and throw him out there's no repercussions oh. and at this point what it says to this thug guys you're allowed to murder the other opponents right Lord of the Flies to. style yeah pretty crazy so what happens then is he rallies around him with a couple of other brutes <laughs> and as soon and everyone sort of realises what's going to happen as soon as the lights go out he's got a bit of glass and he's going around just murdering loads oh. of, and another 30 people get killed Jeez. and so that so the whole time they, there's no rest they're constantly tension because yeah. they can't really they're sleeping shifts to watch out for the mentals in the oh, evening right. yeah, yeah, yeah. and then there's like all these mental games they do tug of war but it's tug of war 300 feet in the air with a platform either side and if you lose the tug of war you go off fall off the middle like lemmings they do the like tug lemmings. of war yeah <laughs> 
And there's another one with the glass panels. You've got to jump on the glass panel, but two things either side, all the way across, the front, again, way up high in the air. Yeah. And one's made of tempered glass and one's normal glass. If you go in the tempered glass, it'll hold you. You go in the normal glass, you crash through and you fall to your death. And you've got to get it across the whole way. And all these things happen, Beef. At the end, should I say... Well, no, who, don't say the end. Because... Some, at the end, someone might win. Well done. Okay. And it goes for nine hours. Nine hours? Yeah, yeah. I challenge you to see if you can do it in a They'd row. they probably, probably put it in the cinema in Korea. Yeah. People I, just I reckon. Day. I reckon you could watch this one, Beef. I reckon it'll keep you intrigued. Well, I haven't got Netflix, so I can't. Anyway. But that's the Squid Games, and it's mental. Yeah. And, and the acting is Is there any comedic value in this? There's nothing real. I think there might be a couple of times where I kind of chuckled. Oh, okay. One of the other things is the old fella ends up being a weapon because he has all this knowledge, Beef. Oh, it's all about the so knowledge. So even though... They're in a weak team where they got all skinny people and a couple of girls and that, yeah. and there's a team of big, strong men. And they've got the seventy-year-old, the eighty-year-old man. He's got the knowledge of the tug of war because he's won many tug of wars, right. and he gives them all the tips. And they end up winning, and all the other men fall to their death instead oh. of them. So the old fella is actually a very clever guy because he's been around, and you should respect your elders, beef. Always, you know, always. Respect That's what your they elders. say in the Japan. Very, very true. Well. I but this is, this is Korea. Squid Games, people. Yeah. Get on it. I hope that was a really informing review. Set to become Netflix's most watched series well, ever. Now that you've heard this review. Yeah, I'm getting on it. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, i tell you, I've been watching um, Once Upon a Time in Queens, which is the story of the New York Mets in the mid-80s. I'll check it out. 30 for 30 on ESPN. is very good. You will love oh, it. Oh, I love the mid-80s. You don't, you don't have does to it, be... Does it go into the Get Met Summarized rap? Do they, yeah, they of cover course. That? Yeah. That's a major focus. I didn't realise they kind of replaced Get Met Summarized with Go Mets Go. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Later on in the year. Anyway, it's... Uh, I've watched I the will first check three. it, Beef. I'll check I've it out. I've watched the first three. I haven't seen the last bit yet. Anyway. Well, talking about a New York Mets fan, Mike Tyson to star in Indian sports action film Liger to make his Bollywood acting debut. Oh, of all the people. Of all the people. What about Liger as Tiger? Liger is a lion and a tiger, crossbreed. That's what a Liger is. I didn't know that was such a thing. I thought that was like a... There's a tie-on as well, which is a tiger and a lion. I thought it was just like something that Napoleon Dynamite made up and is... No, Liger is a crossbreed between a lion and tiger. They're a bit bigger than the old uh, lions and tigers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit more burly, a bit fatter. So the movie's due to be released next year. Tyson has agreed a deal to appear in a cameo role. Uh, VJ Devere... Conda is the lead actor. He made the announcement via social media, Rob. He tweeted, We promised you madness. We are just getting started for the first time on Indian screens. Joining our mass spectacle for hashtag Liger, the baddest man on the planet, the god of boxing, the legend, the beast, the greatest of all time. No, not right. Muhammad Ali. Iron Mike Tyson. Hashtag Namaste Tyson. What's the plot on this movie? What's this movie about? Well, I'm glad you asked, Rob, because yeah. Liger follows the story of a kickboxer who suffers from a stomach. Oh. Tyson had a speech impediment, Rob. Yep. Uh, the former boxer, 55, has had a very career since hanging up his gloves in 2005. He's got a popular podcast that I didn't realise called Hot Boxing. But how are they actually going to make uh, like it's a big issue that he's got a speech impediment? I mean, that's not really a suffering, unless you're King George VI or something. I yeah, am yeah. not sure about that, Rob, that because, how Bollywood it, are going to incorporate Tyson into... And how much shame can there be around a boxer with a speech impediment? I mean, Kickboxer. He, he can still punch and kick. That's all he needs to do. 
True. The, the king, the king had to do speeches. For, for him, having a stutter was considerably difficult for yeah. him to deal with. True. How many films? It's not going to be called the boxer's speech, like the king's speech. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. How many films do you think Tyson's been credited with? In fact, it's not just films. Appearances for his IMDb uh, page. Well, he's been an Entourage. He's been in The Hangover, uh, and he's also done a stand-up. So that's definitely three. Uh, I'm going to say he's maybe been in a about six things 60 he's done 60 appearances for acting well including mike tyson's roasts and all that okay so tv and it does include all those panel things yeah unbelievable best known for his role in the hangover franchise yeah scary movie 5 ip man 3 ip man i don't know what ip man 3 they have two previous ones to that entourage doesn't say that in this list liger does represent a big change of scene for mike tyson though as the film will only be released in hindi and telugu right but how's this Tyson's also set to feature in two other films in 2022, Vendetta and Soul Business. Soul Business. Mm-hmm. But he's not even drawn the curtain on his boxing career yet. Obviously, he just fought Roy yeah. Jones, but he's left the door open to fight either one of the Paul brothers. Okay. Because he was not in great stead financially for a bit there. Until and I think he... he's dug himself right out oh, of it. with well the marijuana and, well and farms. Yeah, he's Why is he making... doing that as well? Okay. He is one of the biggest suppliers of medical marijuana in the States. Okay. He's making ridiculous sums of money. That's why all the money that got made from the Roy Jones fight went to charity. And that's the only reason he's going to fight if all the money goes to charity. A friend of mine got in that, got in the medical marijuana and he was like working in Washington as in, in like massive federal stuff. Okay. And he thought, oh, this looks all right. Moved to, mm. co- moved to Colorado. Where it's legal? Yeah. I think no, it's in the yeah. 13 states. Now. No, didn't, I think it's more than that. Is it? Well, don't keep it's up an ever-growing list. It is an ever-growing list, you're right. Mm. Hey, this is Toddy Goldsmith and you're listening to 365 Days of Sport. Oh, that music can only mean one thing, Rob. Sporting Gladiators, where we ask each other sporting trivia questions. Have you given me fair questions? I hope so. I'm pretty sure. You're not going to look at it and go, actually, no, I've gone too hard here. You might might not get Uh, your I reckon I'm middling, fair to middling on this for you. I think you should do okay. I don't know with these ones because, again, they're largely British focused, so they might be easy for you, but I don't know. You never know. Uh, We ask each other sports trivia questions, people. Best of five, penalty shootout style. And I'm going to ask Rob first. Who are the current Major League Baseball champions? Who won Major League Baseball last year? Now, let me think. I'm just going to throw this one out there. I don't think it's right, but something's in the back of my mind. LA Dodgers. 1-0 to Rob! Oh, how did I get that? I don't know how you got that. It was floating around there somewhere. I have no idea how you got that. (laughs) That's absolutely unbelievable. I can't can't know where I did Who did they beat, Rob? Uh, I actually don't know. Do you know? Yeah, of course I do. Who was it? World's biggest sports fan, officially. Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa, I certainly didn't know that. I just something, something about the Dodgers triggered off. Yeah. Because I remember it was sort of a retro club. Which French rugby union legend was known as the Biarritz bombshell? Serge Blanco. Funnily enough, I think you asked me this question. Well, and I think not. I said the same name, yeah. but it's Serge Bat- Batson. Serge Batson? Yeah. Really? B-A-T-S-E-N, however you okay. say that. Batson. 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 Magic. Alrighty. 1-0. 1-0. Or which city would you find the Circuit of the Americas motor racing track? In which city would you find the Circuit of the Americas motor racing track? 
the Americas. Circuit of the Americas. Cota, for short, they call it. Rio de Janeiro? No, Rob, you've been there. Uh, Austin. Austin in Texas. Well, if you just said the United States of America, I thought you meant like Grand Prix. They run the Grand Prix there as well. The Austin Grand Prix, the one that... Oh, well, that's not fair. (laughs) You should have said the USA. uh, Of course I would have said that. Right. So I should have told you... Well, you should have said... What American city... Yeah. Would you find the circuit of the Americas? Not the Americas. The Americas... That's what it's called. Can I ask you this? Is there one in Rio de Janeiro as well? Yes, there is. Yes, there is. I don't, is so you said the Americas. That's, so that's, what I answered no, no, no. actually is technically not wrong. The actual name of the track is called the Circuit of the Americas. Oh, what? That's what it's called. Yeah, Cota, Circuit of the Americas. Oh, that's stupid. You have been there, Rob. Anyway, okay. okay. Which which Italian club did Dennis Law join in 1961? Dennis <laughs> Law. <laughs> do you know who he is? Yeah, I do know who he is. Uh, <laughs> Napoli. Torino. I was going to say Torino oh. as well. I really was. Genuinely was going to say Torino. <laughs> that was a fair question. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. All right, then. Which NFL team, that's American football, Rob, NFL, yeah. play at Lambeau Field? Lambeau. Which NFL team play at Lambeau Field? Well, it sounds French. So it's, sound French. it's got to be uh, New Orleans Pirates. The New Orleans Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> well, the New Orleans is the Saints, is it? The Saints are coming, but yeah. not in this case. It is Green Bay Packers, the Cheeseheads. Ah, where is Green Bay? It's in right Florida. up north, Wisconsin. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. So what's it called? L- Lambeau. One, Lambeau Field. Yeah. Okay. Named after Curly Lambeau. I'm still winning. You are one 0 which Arsenal double-winning player later managed Millwall? Ooh. Arsenal. Oh, not many have gone on to be managers, weirdly enough. <laughs> Teddy Sheringham. Ooh, George Graham. Oh, that double. The first double. Well, okay. What does that even mean? Oh, they've, they've the, they, they had they one back double back. in the 90s. Okay. But they had a double in the 60s as well. Oh. And that's okay. No, no. Okay. I don't yeah. know. That. Does that mean they won the? I don't think Teddy Sheringham played for Arsenal. I don't even know why I've come up with that. Does that mean, mean the EPL two two years in a row? Is it? Is that they no, won? no, the um, Premier League and the FA Cup. Oh, in the right. same year. Okay, come on, Roberto. Only two New Zealand bowlers called Mark have taken five wicket hauls. This is ever. Can you name either of them? Just name one, Rob. Name Mark. Only two New Zealand bowlers called Mark have taken five wicket hauls. Oh, oh. Name either of them. What's that guy, the spin bowl, the left armour? I can tell you he's called Mark. Because <laughs> only two in the history of New Zealand. He's got a real basic name. Well, it's definitely not Mark Greatbench. You only got to name one, Rob. I know. I, know. But I can't think who the other Mark would be. <laughs> What's this guy's name? Because oh, he came here and he was just, they paid him out because he was so average. <laughs> Is it Graham? It's, a, it's just a token boring name. Oh, I'm kind of kill myself. I can't delay the show much longer, though. Mark Chapman, Mark Graham, Mark Smith. Mark Nickel! <laughs> Mark Smith, Mark Graham. What's what's the surname? One was Mark Gillespie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Took yeah. six or seven wickets against South Africa in two thousand and seven. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And in two thousand and fourteen against the West Indies, on debut, yeah. man of the match, yeah. Mark Craig. Mark Craig. Oh, I knew it was something real boring. <laughs> 
Of course. Oh, that's so bad. I mean, obviously everyone knows I can see the player. I got his first name. Mm. That's pretty bad. I should have got within Kiwis. What a- Although Gillespie, he really came and went pretty quick. I think five tests only for Mark yeah. Gillespie. I think Mark Craig's only played 15 tests. Well, but- Mark, well he the Tour of Australia is what killed him. Right. He came here after that in 2015 and just did nothing. And, right. the, and the commentators were ripping him hard, like <laughs> yeah. saying, this guy's just bowling lobby nothing. Okay. Oh, that could be the undoing of me. Which sport has the fastest speed achieved without mechanical assistance? In regard to, do you know what I mean? Like, the, at the speed, well, the, the rate of speed at which the human okay. is moving. Oh, human speed? Yeah. So it's not badminton in terms of the shot. No, 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 nothing okay. like that. Fastest speed of a human without mechanical... Okay, so it's got to be terminal velocity. So it's not parachuting or skydiving. I'm going to go on an, on a tangent. Oh. Now they only get to about 130. If I said speed skiing, would I be right, Daniel? That's not mechanical. Do bobsleighs go faster than luge? Oh, oh. Is cycling considered mechanical? That's definitely a machine, yeah. Okay. Yep. Even in the roll-off. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say then bobsleigh. Oh, I feel bad because you're... Speed skiing? You're speed skiing, yeah. Down, downhill skiing. Oh, downhill skiing. Not speed yeah. skiing, but speed skiing would go faster than downhill speed, skiing. Was that not the same thing? No, speed skiing is when you go down a, a slope right. trying to go as fast as you can. You dress up in the aerodynamic <laughs> or it's mental. <laughs> this said downhill skiing anyway. Okay. I oh. think a bobsleigh, that might constitute a machine as well. Okay. Yeah, because I thought of that. They get up to... Uh, I reckon downhill skiers probably go faster than... It's a than slightly ambiguous question, yeah, but that, that's why I specified that yeah, it's the yeah, rate that the human Daniel moves. That's fair yeah. enough. All right. The upcoming Golden Eagle Group 1 yep. is run on what race course? In Australia, Rob. Sorry. Rose Hill. It is Rose Hill. You're yes. right. Yes. Oh, it's tricky, that Sydney stuff, whether it's Rose Hill or Ramwick, but I think that's the main one. They go to Ramwick after this race. Okay. Oh, I need I'm, this to avoid, a, to whitewash. avoid a whitewash. So I, that's my last question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got, you've I've got won. two. You've won. I just need this to avoid a whitewash. Which rugby league club plays at Knowlesley Road? I don't really follow rugby league, but that's an old one. I'm going to say St. Ellen's. Correct, Beef. Well done. And I'd say hard done by on the downhill skiing. I'm going to check speed skiing versus uh, Dana. It doesn't matter check anyway. Uh, well, I suspect this, this quiz, the speed skiing fairly recent. Yeah, I suppose the last 20 years, I guess. Okay. I oh, guess people... Just... I don't think it's an Olympic sport. That's probably the distinguishing... Right. Speed skiing is kind of an extreme, not well-known thing. Check it out. I will. Check them out, definitely. Oh, well, congratulations, Rob. Thanks, well Dave. Yes. That's a, you did well there. I, you know, part of it, which city is the circuit of the America's motor racing circuit, it was just this weekend, MotoGP. Yeah, I mean, because I, I still remember, I knew I knew the one in the USA was Austin. It is Austin. Because yeah. Daniel said it in the interview, he said he loves the Austin one. And it plus does. we went to the track. We did go to the track. And I think I remember watching the actually one year, having a flick and it was on TV. And I said, yeah. oh, that's the track I went to in Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was this weekend, MotoGP was in Austin mm-hmm. this weekend. Mm-hmm. Lots of people fell off. Okay. Too bumpy for the bikes, I reckon. Yeah. And it's hot. The Rio de Janeiro one, is that the one that has the craziest hairpin and it's a real narrow track? Like, it's it's quite long and skinny track? Because I, I played some computer game once upon a time <laughs> and it had a map of the tracks and the Rio yeah. de Janeiro was always, like, one that was tough. I can't remember the, what the name. I think it... Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the track in um, Brazil. I should know. The Big Jesus track. The, the big, big Yeah, the, the Big Jesus The Big Jesus. The Big Jesus. Oh, yeah. Here's one for you, Rob. Mm. Golfer Miff at being banned from course destroys green with weed killer. 
Oh, interesting. I thought it was going to be some kind of defecation. So, uh, no, there's options and ways you can... There is options. Yeah. A disgruntled golfer banned from his local club was caught on CCTV poisoning one of the greens of weed killer. Glenn Newton, 55, was furious, Rob, furious at losing his membership at Woolly Park Golf Club in Wakefield, West Yorkshire, last year, <laughs> after several run-ins with the owners over his behaviour towards staff. He took revenge by donning a balaclava and sneaking onto the course with a watering can full of liquid glass of fate. Leeds Crown Court heard the former miner poured it all over the pristine green on the third hole under cover of darkness, causing nearly £16,000 worth of damage. Newton was caught red-handed by one of the groundsmen who quickly drove over to confront him after seeing the attack on the CCTV monitor. When he got there, he collided with Newton, who slipped into the path of the vehicle during his attempt to flee. The groundskeeper continued the chase on foot and managed to claw the balaclava from Newton's head while what? filming the pursuit on his mobile. That is utterly mental. <laughs> well, is there any account of what his behaviour was that forced him to lose his membership in the first place? Apparently he's quite rude. Apparently yeah. he gets a bit uh, fractious whilst playing Yeah, and none of the other members want to play with him. <laughs> So uh, he's fifty-five, and he's fifty-five. And, and, so, and rather at that age, he's chosen rather than to curb his behaviour, he's decided to just seek straight out revenge yeah. and just goes back at them. I've seen the pictures of uh, the weed killer on the green as well. He's just got mental. <laughs> The green has turned yellow, but it's just got streaks. It's like he's graffitied the green. So he's really gone for it. Oh, I cannot. I just find it amazing that at that stage in your life, you're still looking for some sort of revenge tactics <laughs> when something goes wrong, when you've been in some way wronged. I'm going to get you for this. <laughs> Well, talking about, <laughs> talking about old people that uh, want revenge or, well, not necessarily want revenge, Suriname's vice president sets record to become the world's oldest soccer player. Okay. Suriname vice president Ronnie Brunswick, who's 60, became the oldest player in history to play an international club soccer game when he appeared in the CONCACAF league match in Paramaribo, Suriname. Like a paid game you're talking about, like a paid football. These are a professional Not just someone team. who's taken a pitch somewhere in the world. No, no, no. This is a professional team. And this is a continental cup match. So if you're in Europe, this is like the European Champions yeah, League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brunswick started at centre midfield for Inter Moengatabo, the team he owns... In a 6-0 loss to Olympia on Tuesday at the Frank Essed Stadium, he wore number 61 and then played 51 minutes. His son, Damien Brunswick, started at centre-forward. The elder Brunswick was shown on video after the match, handing money to the opposing players in the dressing room. CONCACAF announced late Tuesday that it will investigate the incident. Now, these games are also over two legs. So the away leg Mm. in Olympia, I'm not quite sure what country Olympia's from, but he can't go there because he is on the Interpol watch list as one of the world's biggest drug traffickers. Oh. So he can't leave the country because he'll get arrested. Well, I have to say, Beef, that story took a different twist than I thought. Oh, okay. I thought there was going to be kind of a, a heartwarming story about a guy who's an older soccer player who kept up training and yeah. some sort of remarkable man who, in an unlikely situation, they were short or something, <laughs> and he had to put the boots on no. last minute and jump on the field because he had kept up his fitness very well and he yeah, was yeah. still maybe in the, in the second team or something. Right. I thought it was going to be something like that. Yeah, no. You uh, no. Back. 
No, it no. was just the corrupt drug dealer yes. that was taking advantage of everything, was running the show, didn't really care about much or anything apart from himself and his own ego and how yep. he looked. And... Although saying that, he just wanted a game with his son. Yep. Fair enough. 51 minutes. 51 minutes. Uh, he got was... through the first half and he said, I'll give you another 10 and I'm done. Yeah, five minutes, second half. Yeah. Um, I've seen the pictures. He's basically my size. Like a big unit. He is a big boy. Yeah. Center. He didn't run how's very much. The, how, yeah, how's the mobility? I can't say. Yeah, no, Surely no. he should have gone for goalkeeper then. That would have been the wiser option. That was probably a better option. Although, yeah. if you're the goalkeeper that got relegated to the bench, mm. you're probably a bit miffed. A wee bit. Yeah. Um, it would something of an insult to the position, I would imagine. The fact is, they lost 6-0 and he still paid off the opposition was a bit of an issue for me. Well, that's, yeah, that's the part that I find most interesting. Why I, sh- I thought he'd be paying off his own team. <laughs> exactly. I thought they went the wrong they way. They probably got paid off as well. Yeah, yeah. He just like, got caught. It's just hush money. Paying off hush, the opposition. Pure hush money. Yeah, this yeah. won't get out. It's yeah. not like an international cup match or anything. It's not going <laughs> to get on TV. or What, what country is that was? Suriname. Well, I don't really know. Where the, I you know, know it's in Africa. Sur- I assume it's, it's in... No, it's not in Africa, is it not? Rob. Oh, it's in uh, Asia. No, Suriname is to the kind of uh, the top of South America. Oh, on that little corner there. Yeah. So it's the top on the... Uh, so I think it's... There's a, a few little weird countries just in that yeah, corner because they're, they're all quite big yep. and you can spot them all away, but just mm. in that corner they're snuck in a bunch so of little ones. So officially... I was going to say the top right corner, but it's it the... It is the top right corner, funnily <laughs> enough. It's basically um, the they're part north... Of, north Eastern they're part side. of CONCACAF, so officially they would be Central America, okay. weirdly enough. I think Suriname featured in something else. I think it was a question to do with the Olympics or something. Okay. So I should have should have known that. Mm. Geography. Um, well, now you're unemployed, Rob. What's yeah, coming well, up? Not, 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 not anymore. Really. Not, no, back to work tomorrow. Back to work tomorrow. Is that, are you off. on the weekend shift in the... Uh... Uh, not this week. Okay. I might be doing Sundays. Yeah, I think it's right. going to be Wednesday to Friday and Sundays. Because it's a spring carnival all over Australia now, Rob, for the next four weeks. I'm well aware. I'm starting. Five so I, weeks, probably. I, yeah, I tell you what, midday on Wednesdays. Rob, I've got. I forgot. Oh. I forgot to put this in my notes. What? Twenty years ago today. Twenty years ago today. I got a hundred number eleven. Oh. Just got to tell you, it was yeah. twenty years ago today. Yeah. What, and what's the date? 4th of October. 4th of October. So in 2001, I'd give it smash, Rob. Give it Good. smash for number 11, 105 not out. Well Very done, rare feat. Yeah. Very rare feat. Yeah. In fact, it's only me <coughs> that's ever done it. Well, that's probably, brilliant. That's, probably that's, not that, true. This, this is the, the day in history. So this this, this could be another thing. Maybe maybe if you do this On this day. Yeah, we, haven't on done this that day. For, we haven't done that for a while. I don't, I don't think. Well, when we've, we used no, to... we've only done that days of the um, days of the year, yeah, to celebrate. There's too that's many we, mental. That's things. when we used to have no content, and now yeah. we've got too much content. When, when, well, do you reckon? I we're getting a bit narrow today. Yeah, a fi- bit of filler today. Bit of fill. All uh, filler, uh, no uh, killer. <laughs> That's what it was today, actually. All full and all killed. Uh, just on that, we've got to thank Jacqueline's Beef Jerky. They also do ham jerky. It is the best jerky products on the market. Get to your supermarkets now. Buy up in bulk because you're going to need it for the upcoming horse racing mm. and football seasons, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully next week we'll have somebody from Hungerford Town yeah. on board. We'll be previewing the Everest. Very excited previewing about that. The, the, the richest race in Australia. Yes. Um, just an early tip-off. Get on the Inferno. The Inferno. Yep. It's pretty hot, that one. 20 to 1. 20 to 1. Get it early. Came second in the Moy Stakes by about six inches, and oh. there's another 12, 200 metres to run, and he was flying Okay, against Wild Ruler. Just have that tip again, Rob. The Inferno. The Inferno. For which race? The Everest. The Everest. Saturday week. One of the richest sprint races on the planet. The richest sprint race in Australia. There you go. Or oh. richest race in oh. Australia. More than Melbourne Cup. Good. I think in, uh, the Arc de Triomphe is run on the weekend. 80 to 1 the winner. I think you're right, Ben. 80 to 1. 
There's money in them, they're bookies. Yeah. It's just not ours. you got to pick them. So please get your Jack Link's beef jerky. Get it in yeah. They also do ham jerky. It's great. Yep. That's all I've got to say. I'm Tony yeah. the Tiger. We, we, didn't, we didn't need to go any further than that. It's about no. a concise uh, adjective. I've just got to remind people uh, it's a food of astronauts as well. Food of astronauts. Certainly is. Oh, what? apparently, I read this today, what? that one of these private space charter companies yeah. have invited Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin to go up with them. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, of all the people who have been, the been, people, there, been there, done that. Yeah. Well, Maybe just for old time's sake, I guess, you know. Th- I thought Neil Armstrong might have been dead, but possibly not. Here, here, just for old time's sake. Yeah. Anyway, it may it. not be Neil Armstrong. Buzz Aldrin, definitely. Yeah. Somebody else. Ah, uh, mate. So this is going to this is gonna end up getting like people taking photos of the vaccine card and chucking it on social media. Oh, look at me in space. Selfie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I can't wait for that to happen. Yeah. Lance Bass. So next week, Hunger for Town, Rob's horse racing preview journey. I've already told you you're going to win. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, this has been episode 218 of the greatest sports radio show on the planet. 365 days of sport. See you next week.